catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, here we are. It's time for another episode of Pulse of Finns Nation. And I'm just going to go ahead and say this. before Half an hour before the show even started, we already got a comment just to get an idea of what the Pulse of Finns Nation is currently saying. McDaniel is in over his head. He doesn't stick to a game plan, can't win a challenge, and his offense is undisciplined. This is from Jermaine, who popped in at 7 p.m. half an hour before the show started to make sure that he got his comment in first. He wanted, uh, he wanted to start the show off right. <laughs> He, want, he wanted to make sure that his comment got read beyond any shadow of a doubt. And listen, I, 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 I admire the commitment. I, I truly do. Because he showed up before anybody else to make sure that he can make sure that got said. So welcome, Jermaine. If you are still watching to Pulse of Fins Nation, we appreciate having you here. We're going to get into a lot of the stuff that we're feeling right now. If this season has, it, it, I guess, if it had been any other context, Ron, us making the playoffs, we're 11, we finished the season at, what was it, 11 and 6? Uh, correct. So, if any other reason, any other season, we'd be thrilled with that number. In fact, I think that's a lot of what we ended up, I think a lot of us ended up predicting 11 and 6 before the season started. Some of us were predicting 10 and 7. So, But like, like all, you know, like all things in this world, context is everything. Mm-hmm. And... Honestly, the, with the way it progressed and how it ended there, the regular season, I mean, the yep. season itself is not over. Obviously, we're all pretty disappointed, but we're going to get into that this this uh, show. Yep, we surely, surely first, are. In the second half, I assume we'll talk about the Kansas City game, the frozen yeah. tundra. Yeah, like, welcome, <laughs> welcome to Antarctica, apparently. So. Yeah. We're going to get into all that, but before that, really quick, just want to go ahead and mention that if you have not already done so, make sure you're going over to OnlyFins. It's only $3 a month to get some of the best Dolphins talk on the on on anywhere, for that matter. It's the 3 yards per carry personal Discord server. We are actually You might be actually be listening to this on the 3 yards per carry podcast audio feed. So if you are, welcome. Thank you very much for giving us a listen. If you're watching it live with us, we appreciate you here with us as well. Make sure you leave a comment below or use the super chat. It really helps us out when you do that to be able to support us and help us keep doing what we do here on the 5 Reasons Sports Network. And this show also is brought to you by our good friends over at Factor. They are a new sponsor that we have. So Factor is probably one of the easiest ways you can get really good and healthy meals to your table. It's going to be it's already basically set up for you. All you have to do is just go over to Factor and specifically make sure you go to that. Make sure you use the promo code Factor Meal. It's at factormeals.com slash three yards per carry five zero. You have to use the numbers. So make sure you go to factormeals.com. It's the number three yards per carry the number five the number zero when you use that promo code when you get yourself started you will get 50 percent 50 percent off your first order over at factor meals i'm heavily considering starting to use it myself just because i want to be able to get some healthy meals in I, I appreciate everything that my fiance is doing helping us to make healthy meals but unfortunately i am still very heavily tempted by mac and cheese so i may consider trying to see if we can get into factor to maybe see if i can let's factor have a little bit do they have healthy mac and cheese? I don't know. Where I guess I'll find out. So once again, go to factormeals.com slash three yards per carry 50, and you will get 50% off your first order when you use that promo code. Also, make sure you go check out Black Coral Rum, a rum that is distinctly Florida. And believe me, I think there were a lot of us after that game on Sunday night that were just kind of wanting to drown our sorrows. If you're going to do that, make sure you go ahead and check out Black Coral Rum. You go to steeltiespirits.com and go and check out a rum that is distinctly distinctly south florida all right so 
we got our comments here. Alexis Alexis Gonzalez asking, what a disappointing season. Yes, a disappointing season in the sense that we could have been so much better. Even in the fact that we were 11 and 6, we still could have been so much better. We could have been 12 and 5, beating the Tennessee Titans the way we were supposed to. We could have been 13 and 3 if we had managed to beat either the Chiefs or the Eagles or Buffalo at least once this season. We could have been so much better. And that then in and of itself is the crazy thing about all this. It's a very disappointing season in that regard because we could have been better. We could have had a better record. We could have been the division winners, but instead we gave it to Buffalo for the fourth year straight because we couldn't get the job done on Sunday night. And believe me, I was just as heartbroken, pissed off, just doing the post-game show honestly was a miserable experience, Ron. I I, I did not want to do it. I, I knew it was already late at night. I wanted to go to bed. I wanted to just kind of, just tune out the rest of the world. But I knew in my heart of hearts that I needed to be on there just to try to help people stay off the cliff. You're going to be a, the Dolphins, Miami Dolphins fan therapist. I, I guess in a way. Yeah. I mean, this is pulse of Finns nation. We take the pulse of Finns nation. And I, in many ways, I felt like I was a doctor that night because everybody's pulse was just beyond, beyond belief. Even I felt like I needed to like, take some meds or something just to calm myself down because I get where everybody's coming from. It's infuriating to see that no matter how many times Josh Allen has a bad game against this team, against this team, against that team, he always just turns right back into Superman when it becomes time. I, to Miami. I've said, that, I've said that all season. I said that every, I've said that every time we played them, we've been doing this show. How many seasons now? Two, three seasons. Together, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say that every time, and I and people get mad at me in OnlyFans on um, on the Discord there on the three yards per carry Discord. Um, three dollars per month, by the way. <laughs> worth it's worth it. If if somebody told you you could be you could have a Twitter experience ten times better, and you only had to pay three dollars a month, would you go do it? Yes, you would. So go to go to go to OnlyFans. Um, all right, there. That plugs over. But I've been saying that. Like, Josh Allen just turns into Superman. And, and honestly, our defense did really well, man. It was our offense that in the second half that, that cost us that game. I, I, we can point to the special teams touchdown. and We can point to all that stuff. Bottom line, the offense went three and out three times in a row in the second half. They didn't even get a, a first down to the la- that last drive, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. We, it was, we don't have yeah. it I, I put the blame solely on the shoulders of McDaniel and Tua and Tyreek. Uh, those were the, those are our three guys that when when the crap goes down and we need we need somebody to do something, we rely on those three people more than anyone else on that team to perform. McDaniel's got to call the right plays. He's got to get the players in the right positions and. And, and the, the, the offense goes through Tua and Tyreek. It's simple as that. We rely on those guys, and they they all three let us down in this game. They just did. We could sit there and bash Tua to death and say it was his fault because he threw a couple picks, or we could say it was only McDaniel's fault because he stopped running the ball, or it was only Tyreek's fault because he dropped the ball. It was all three of them, man. It's It, it really was. I, I feel like a lot of the team showed up. The offensive line showed up to play. The defense clearly showed up to play as haggled as they were. Those three guys let us down. They they need to look at themselves in the mirror because they have a real chance coming up in this game. I get that we're a warm weather team go, going into, uh, you know, the, the cold weather of KC. When it's like 10, 15 degrees, 20 degrees kind of cold weather from a warm team, that's one thing. But the kind of weather we're talking about coming in this game is an equalizer, people. It is an anything can happen. This is anybody's game. The last I saw the spread, it opened up at th- minus three. That That is indicative of we really don't know who's going to win this game. This weather is going to be nuts. We're not sure. And that's just factual. We can run the ball, and, and, and we're here to play, man. We need those three guys to show up this time, especially in the second half. Those three guys need to show up. And I, I would add Jalen Waddell to that list, Ron. Well, yeah, but we uh, there's a lot of role player. I mean, I no, Jalen Waddle's not a role player. When he I'm, is, I'm, but, he is when when you have a big three 
like we have, man. And our big three is McDaniel, Tua, and Tyreek. No. That no. that Waddle nope. to a role player, especially because he hasn't played for a while and he's coming off a high ankle sprain. We hope he can. He's a contributor right now. He is a contributor. Lots of it. Mostert, as good as he's been, is a contributor, a big time contributor. But he is a contributor in this offense. The offense does not go through him. It goes through Tua and Tyreek, set up by McDaniel. Those three guys have to bring their game for us to win games against good teams. And too many times. Those three guys have not. Okay, when, but here's when the it came down to it. So I blame those three. And I, if you want to beat Kansas City, it's going to come down to those three. I, I, I personally, you're, you're not wrong. Okay, you're not wrong about that. If Miami wants to beat Kansas City, Tua and Tyreek need to be on their game. That is absolutely true. But here's the problem, and this is where I feel like we tend to gloss over this sort of thing because then it delves into the wor- the realm of excuses. How dare you make an excuse injuries are not an excuse for any team like listen man baltimore was absolutely ravaged by injuries the past couple of seasons and they didn't make it very far this time they're healthy baltimore is the best team in football because they got their best players out there for the most part mark andrews is like what is mark andrews the only real big one that's really missing yeah for all intents and purposes baltimore is pretty darn healthy their 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 team is even more even more focused on a, a, a collection of a small collection of players compared to other teams. And honestly, that small collection of players is one guy, Lamar, yes, Lamar Jackson. Buffalo is kind of in the same boat that they need Josh Allen doing his thing or they're screwed. Our teams, it's a little different. Like we kind of, we need all three guys, at least two of the three guys clicking, but really they kind of all work together in unison. It's right. all about about Tyreek and Tua and, and the way the offense is flowing through those guys. I don't know if you can hear that terrible weather behind me. It's really starting to like get nasty here. But um, I mean, for those who don't know, I'm in Central Florida. So, but um, and obviously, you guys know we got, we've had bad weather. Shoot, yeah, it's bad weather yourself. But uh, it, it goes to those three guys. I mean, the role players need to contribute. If everyone else around them just falls on their face, yeah, it's still a rough night. Most of the time they show up to play, man. We've just, like our big three failed, have failed us in the big games. They just have. Whereas Lamar Jackson, he he steps up in the big games. He's a big and, one, Ron. What? He's a big one. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't a, need it. There, I, I keep saying it over and over again. There are three, three out of however many quarterbacks in this league that can truly put the team on their back, as Lamar it were. Lamar Jackson one of those guys. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. And Josh Allen. Three. No one else. And I don't want to hear about Joe Burrow either. Because Joe Burrow has three, at least, minimum, three guys that he can throw to on a regular basis, and they will get the job done. And we know I love Tua, but at least right now he's not one of those guys. But, man, he's got such an opportunity in front of him to change this, you know, start, you know, it's just starting to form this narrative here. That this guy's no good in big games. He just can't do it. He got he's one lucky throw in, in a national championship or SEC championship game, and that's all he is. Like we know those who watch him every single day and know this game at a higher level, not you know, not to be narcissistic, but know that I know this game at a little bit higher level than I turn it on Sundays and watch football. And we know two is more than that, but that narrative is starting to grow, especially after the game we saw and the way it ended. And he has a chance to – he could turn that around in a second. Uh, so, And I know he knows it, and I know McDaniel knows it, and I know Tyreek really knows it. So um, let's get it done, guys, because I know they have the ability to. Just will they is the question. And Indade is talking about if the Dolphins had a good O-line and average receivers, they would win. I will – let me let me just go ahead and talk about that real quick here, Ron, because I mentioned Jalen Waddle, and you mentioned he's a contributor. Listen. You 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 are correct in that the offense runs through two and Tyreek. Obviously, those two together are the tandem that the offense really loves to focus on. But when you have your de- the, the opposing defense basically making it so that it's impossible to go over the top to Tyreek like Tua does likes to do so much, you can't you can't do it. So you you either try to force feed it to Tyreek in the middle of the field where Tyreek may have to jump up a little bit because he has to catch it. 
because Tua's lately been throwing a little higher than he should. Maybe that shoulder is messing with him. I don't know. But either way, Tua has not been quite as pinpoint accurate as he had been. Mind you, he had a beautiful pass to Cedric Wilson against the Bills that just landed right in his bread basket. But it had to be there. Otherwise, it wouldn't have worked. With Tyreek, you get separation, but you have to get separation now in very dangerous places because you can't go over the top because defenses are absolutely adjusting to that. So if they're going to do that, and they're just going to follow Tyreek everywhere, and they're going to double-team, triple-team him even if maybe they want to do that, if they're going to go through all that trouble to stop Tyreek, then the other options that Tua has to throw to need to be able to step up. Without Jalen Waddell, who in, in him, he himself could easily be a team's number one. If Jalen Waddle's not there, you continue to look down the list here and you just watch and see how awful the, the, it's become. We've had a whole season, and thank goodness because it was only one year. We've had a whole season to watch what Braxton Berrios does as a wide receiver. I'm not impressed. I'm well, not. He, let's start with this. He's not an outside wide receiver. So when you remove Waddle out of the uh, um, equation and you need a replacement, like he, even if he is quote unquote, the number three receiver, he can't be the outside receiver. He's just not that guy, but he's not the number three receiver anymore. That's the funny thing. That's the funny thing about all of this is that the number three receiver right now for Miami is Cedric Wilson. Yeah. It's Cedric Wilson, but Cedric Wilson isn't even like an amazing it, the problem is we have we have too many inside receivers. We really only have two true outside receivers, in my opinion, that are any damn good, and that's Tyreek and Waddle, and and then you know and chosen. Chosen runs a straight line. Yeah, that's he, all he does. He does he nothing else. He can't block. He can't do. He can't run routes. He can barely catch the football. He runs really fast in yeah. a straight line. And he's the closest thing you have to an outside receiver. There is a true. Huge gap. And of course there's going to be a gap when you drop down from Tyreek and Waddle. I mean, that might be one of the best common, you know, du- in duos of wide receiver in, in the league, maybe in the league in the last 10, 15 years. I don't know. In a long time. So obviously there's going to be a drop off, but the problem is it's such a drop off that it's almost like they can't run the offense. It, it, it's that big of a drop off. And, and, and that's a problem that they'll have to address after the season, guess what? Right now, a little too late. You got to work with what you got. I'm hopeful that Waddle is back. He had, I don't, I don't know what he's done so far. I mean, we're only on Tuesday. I don't know what his practices have looked like. Well, this uh, according to the injury report, if they had practiced today, because they do only like the walkthrough stuff, if they, he had, they had practiced today, according to the reports, Waddle would have been considered a limited participant. Okay, well, he's still still kind of where he was, but last week around Wednesday, Thursday, he started to kind of turn the corner there from an injury perspective. He was cutting and whatnot, and obviously they weren't going to push it knowing they were in the playoffs, regardless of whether we won or lost. So they they still decided to sit him, and I think they still decided to sit Mostert for the same reason. I don't know that either of those guys will absolutely play. I don't assume just because they were kind of close coming into Sunday, this past Sunday, means they're definitely playing this Saturday because I've thought that in the past and then it didn't come through. So I'm just hopeful that those guys are going to play. If Waddle is playing and in, in at least most of a Waddle, right, let's say he's 90, 95% of himself, then problem kind of solved there. But, uh, man, and I'm going to say this because, you know, I was a pound on the table guy for this guy all off season, and I was so pissed when we let him go. We should have re-signed Sherfield, man. We should have re-signed Sherfield. I never shut up about it. I thought it would happen, and we let him go to Buffalo. And and, and I think he's that's a guy that we need right now on this team for a variety of reasons. And, and those who think he was just a blocking wide receiver, he was not. It's all we needed him to be last year. But this year, clearly, we could see we would have used him even more. I wish we had him, but bygones, man. We don't have him. It is what it is. Let's just hope Waddle's ready to roll this Saturday night. So with that in mind, I would look at the Miami Dolphins and their draft position right now, and I would say the first thing they need to go get is a wide receiver. I, I mean, I I don't think he needs to be a, a first-round pick, but 
No, I, 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 I want a first-round pick. I, I want somebody I know for sure who is going to look at him, put his shoulder on him, and say, I trust you because you're good at what you do. Yeah, they need I, another outside receiver for a few reasons. Number one, we don't know how ty- long Tyreek's going to be around. And number two, we clearly have a gap there, or, a, or we have a hole there at the other side. But, I mean, we'll get into draft stuff in a few months. <laughs> we got Let's stay focused on what we can do this week. Right now, as we do the show on Tuesday, we really don't know what the injury status is of Mostert, which I feel like Mostert's more replaceable on this roster, right, than Waddle is. I and hate that, to say it that way because – It's true, though. It's 100%. It is true. It is true. Between Waddle and uh, – sorry, the only other outside receiver we really have that we could speak of – um, chosen, right? Unless am I missing somebody? Am I not thinking of someone here? No, you're pretty yeah. much you're pretty much on the money. I mean, Chase, again, Chase Claypool. There's so mad gap at Chase Claypool. Mostert and Achan. It's just a much bigger gap. But I'd love to see both those guys back. You know, all hands on deck for this game as 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 best we can. Besides, like all the guys we lost, especially on defense, um, it, it would really help. It would greatly help. It would help Tyreek to have Waddle out there. It'll help Tua big time to have Waddle up there. But really, who it helps more than anybody when he has Waddle and Tyreek is McDaniel. And and it concerns me a little bit that he has to have two such two premier guys to run the offense. However, he spent the entire offseason and last season too, right? two seasons now. Do I have that right? Yeah, two seasons. Building an offense around those guys. So it makes sense that when all of a sudden you don't have one or the other or both, uh, there's a drop-off there. There's a big drop-off, and he struggles. Now that's on him. He's got to figure it out if Waddle's not there. But if Waddle's there, McDaniel seems to, to kick it into gear. In the first half, in the second half, man, does he need to figure something out. What is What is happening with this offense in the second half? It is just a complete and utter failure. And this past game was the biggest and worst slash best example of of an offense that I mean, I hate to call them a fraud. I don't want to say they're a fraud, but wow. You know, you don't get much worse than what we what we showed in the second half against Buffalo at home. All right. So I want to go ahead and just quickly mention this because I see a lot of people talking about how O-line is a bigger priority. They got tight end or tackle. Okay, I the, here's the problem with that. And and by the way, and Dade also wanted to preface a, again saying that uh, the receiver position is an issue only because they currently have to play within a two-second window. All right, but here's the thing, though. We've already watched these guys play, Okay. We know for a fact that these receivers, nobody was anybody knocking down Braxton Barrios's door to sign him, or was Miami just looking to say, you know what, we might be able to get some use out of you? And I really feel like at this point, no, cool. they were they were more looking to have him as a returner. Yeah, and yeah. even then, I wasn't. I'm not impressed with him as a returner either, to be honest. That was a big part of it because I feel like part of it was they were shopping Wilson, Cedric Wilson. Um, and they, they felt like he could be a fit in the offense to add some additional speed. Cause it is all about speed with Miami. And they also liked his return ability and felt like he was, um, really solid back there, even in the punt situations where you're just fair catching in traffic, you know, where he has been, I mean, he absolutely has been extremely solid and reliable, almost as like a, a like the last the last guy I felt like super, super solid that no matter what happened, it was going to be okay. Uh, like he was never going to bobble a punt and a fair catch or do something completely stupid back there was Landry. And prior to that, maybe the Vaughn Bess. Like he is solid back there because there is, it is as important to make sure you don't screw up fair catches as it is to see if you can bolt with it. But yeah, for all those reasons, I felt like they thought Barrios was, an option, but I kind of feel like it was also because they thought they were going to move on from Cedric Wilson. Uh, we've needed Cedric Wilson actually, but he's shown that he's nothing. He's not special compared to like say Waddle or Tyreek, but Cedric Wilson doesn't get enough separation. He has, he doesn't, but he has found some use uh, this year 
given the situation we've had, especially in the last, I don't know, five, six games or so. Yeah, because we haven't been able to rely on Waddle at the time because of the injuries. Or Tyreek. Or Tyreek. Tyreek, most of the Tennessee game. And all of the next game, that was tennis. That was uh, the Jets that they played next without Tyreek, right? And the biggest thing that gets me pissed off, and is it's Chase Claypool. I, I I was so hoping that there was something there with Claypool. He was a dark, though. I mean, we we uh, we signed him for what a seventh, sixth, or seventh round pick. Was that? Yeah. True? I mean, I'm not upset about the draft pick they lost, yeah. but I was, I was, I thought that there would be something there with him. I thought that he was like, cause he was talented. He played well in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, like just churns out these wide receivers that for a couple of seasons, they look like superstars and then they come up with like mental issues or whatever. And, and they, they have to leave. And they, the <laughs> they dress them up, Let, they dress them up, make them look all pretty, sell them all, auction them off to the highest bidder. And then you realize they weren't all so hot. Yeah, that seems to be uh, like. And Bro, then, didn't, who who gets auctioned off? Wait a minute, hold on. Mike Wallace got was just they ran they ran his contract into the ground and said we don't want you back, go away. And they and they just let him go as a free agent. So they didn't really get anything out of that. And as for the other guys, um, who who else did Antonio Antonio Brown got released? If I'm not mistaken, I don't think they traded yeah. him. Like he they cut him. They didn't get anything from that. Chase Claypool, same thing. They they said goodbye. We don't want you here. So, yeah, no doubt, um, it definitely. I mean, Chase Clay, uh, Chase Claypool hasn't been of value to this team really. He no, just, he hasn't. He and I and I don't care what anybody says about that interception that Tua threw. Yes, it was probably a bad decision. Yes, maybe he should have thrown it away. But if Claypool runs the route that he's supposed to run instead of looping all the way around like this. The ball lands in Claypool's hands, not Raps. I really believe that. Yeah, that's possible. But, uh, I mean, we'll see, man. Like, uh, uh, this is one of those times where I almost wish we were doing this show on, like, Thursday or Friday just because I'd love to know more the status of Waddle. I- I'm going to be honest with you. I-, I don't think we beat Kansas City without Waddle. No, I don't think we do either. I think that we need both those guys. Both of those guys need to be playing because if they can key in. I was going to say, if I had my choice between the two, as, as effective as Mostert's been, I still would shoot, rather have Waddle if it was only one or the other because the the offense and McDaniel and Tua all seem to settle in when they have both their guys at wide receiver and A-Chan is a lot closer to Mostert than anybody else we have in, in the wide receiver room is to Waddle. So, you know, obviously minus Tyreek. I, I just feel like we really, 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 really need Waddle to be out on that field. Uh, I I think given that, unless he suffers a setback, he's going to be on that field, man. And he's going to be out there. I think Mostert probably will too, but I really feel like Waddle's going to be out on the field because we need all hands on deck, at least all, all the hands that, everyone, that we have left anyway. Yeah, speaking of hands on deck <laughs> – did you see what Miami did to try to fix the pass rush problem? Uh, um, no, tell me. What did he do? I, I think I, I smell the sarcasm, but it's okay. I'll tell. I'll tell for the for the folks who are listening. Three veteran pass rushers signed in one day. So, a couple of them within five minutes. And, so Miami you- now has Justin Houston, formerly of the Baltimore Ravens, and also the Kansas City Chiefs. You should mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Irvin, a Seahawks faithful, who has spent some time with the Lions. And Malik Reed is back. Oh, welcome back, Malik Reed. I always thought that that was a sneaky little signing when we got him, but he just wasn't getting the defense. So, uh, and, I mean, and, and and the biggest thing of the, the listen, all the reports from Alf during training camp was that Malik Reed just looked like he didn't give a crap. Like he was not putting forth any sort of effort in training camp. And that immediately turned off not just Alf, but apparently the Dolphins because they said, no, thanks. We're good. Yeah, because so, not one of those teams that allows or or wants to see players um, kind of phoning it in during the offseason and preseason and gearing up for the regular like, Oh, I'm just going to put in my effort during the regular season. That, that's not how McDaniel rolls. And I would imagine that's definitely not how Fangio rolls either. That's probably uh, not how most coaches roll, bro. Like they, nobody wants the guy who's going to be lazy in camp. And then it's like, Oh, don't worry guys. I'll just turn it up when it's time. The only one who gets away with that is Teron Armstead. And it's only because he's always hurt. So they're just trying to make sure he stays alive for the season. 
Exactly, exactly. That's more of uh, trying to save him for the season rather than he's lazy because he's not. Uh, they don't really like that in training camps. So that kind of makes sense, but. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, out of the three guys, he probably knows the defense the best, right? Mm. So, I mean, desperate times calls for desperate measures. Uh, I would envision, and I, I was talking with a friend of mine earlier, big Dolphins guy too, and I, I will say to you what I said to him, uh, we, we're we out a lot of dudes. So any of these guys that got signed, don't think you got signed just to be on the team. In essence, we have, quote, unquote, one game left. If you guys sign, be ready to take some snaps. Get your head in the book. Get ready to take a few snaps because at some point in the game, at least two of these dudes are going to be on the field. So I hope that they're mentally prepared and realize that. You just got signed to a team after the season, regular season was over. Be ready to take some snaps. That That's all I hope is that when their number is called, whether that's for one snap or ten snaps or – with our damn luck, 58 snaps. <laughs> be ready to to just be ready. Be mentally prepared because these guys are probably going to get at least a halfway decent little amount of playing time, in my opinion. I wouldn't be surprised. You can't rely on Melvin Ingram and Emmanuel Ogba the entire game. And it's a reminder, well, that's all we've got left before we well, made these yeah, but, you know what? I want to I wanna throw a little caveat out there. I want to throw a little caveat. I predict and believe... And I don't, not just pulling this out of thin air and pulling it based off of a question I believe was asked of him and he didn't really answer but smiled. I believe you're going to see a lot of like a, a big D line front with Raekwon, Raekwon Davis, right? Um, and Sealer and Christian Wilkins or, or some kind of uh, combination where you see Christian Wilkins as more of a, like a defensive end pass rusher. Uh, I anticipate that and I would. I wouldn't be surprised to see that more than you would expect. So that I don't think it's just a matter of, oh, they're going to just have Agra and Ingram on the ends, and that's going to be it for 50 snaps. I think they're going to do things a little bit differently. They're going to have to, number one. Number two, if you want to, if you want to man- manifest any pass rush, you're probably going to be blitzing a lot too. So um Hope those guys that were here during the Boyer and Flores time remember uh, all their all their blitzing skills. And Brandon Jones, brother, your number is being called. You wanted to blitz? You're a blitzing safety? Here's your time, brother, because we got no other pass rush probably unless we blitz. So I would hope 
that Vic Fangio was smart enough to realize I got a really, really, really good blitzing safety right here on my team. Let's go. You know, bizarrely enough, in Buffalo, against, or I should, uh, not in Buffalo, against Buffalo, Fangio dialed up the cover zero. He did. And he Josh did. Allen didn't know what to do with it because he wasn't expecting it. Yeah, he did. And I almost wish he hadn't because we lost the game. It probably helped us. Honestly, it helped. But it's something else they kind of have to – now Kansas City's going to be prepared for that because they realize, oh, crap, they're going to blitz a lot more because they their three best pass rushers are hurt. So they're going to have to blitz. And now they got they get to see some of that stuff, unfortunately. But it is what it is. We're going to have to blitz. Uh, simple as that. You're going to have to blitz way more than what Miami has been doing. And I think Kansas City will probably be expecting it. If I was Andy Reid, I sure as hell would be preparing for that. I think it'd be crazy not to. Or that or Mahomes is just going to probably sit back there with no pressure unless he gets it up the middle from Sealer or Wilkins. Or let's see if they do throw Wilkins on more of a defensive end, pass rusher kind of position. Let's see if that uh, he can get some pressure. I mean, I know he's not really a quote unquote pass rusher. Hell, here's he got his sacks though this you year. Talk about another guy with a chance, like a huge chance. Christian Wilkins, you've been trying to earn that huge payday, brother. This is your moment. You've had a great season. I don't know how many sacks does Christian Wilkins have. Uh, I would have to look it up right now, but I know that Zach Sealer has a graphic all about his sacks. He has like what ten. Yeah, Sealer's got sacks. Christian Wilkins. Because then we already paid him. (laughs) Yeah, Christian Wilkins is trying to make that Monet. Man, this is your day. Well, yeah, congratulations. Here's your chance. It's going to be like negative four degrees or some crap. But (laughs) you got some. You got some players with some. He's got. got, Christian Wilkins is at nine. I got to be honest with you. Is there a team in the NFL with more players? that are being presented more opportunity to do the things they say they can do and do the things they say they were going to do than the Miami Dolphins are. Right? No. You you have players that are be, being presented fantastic opportunity to show up and make this happen. And again, a game with weather like that, it is a pure equalizer between two underachieving teams because that's what they both are. I, I just I just think that... That could be a good thing for Miami because I don't know that Kansas City really has that chip on their shoulder, but Miami sure as hell better be coming in with a chip on the shoulder. They should be. Tua should be coming in with a chip on the shoulder. Tyreek definitely better be. McDaniel should too, but you got other guys. You're you're really being presented something here in your career that could be career-changing. You're being given an opportunity that not many players are given. Take advantage of it and do what it is you need to do and show up. I mean – I, I'll be fair. Christian Wilkins, as far as I'm concerned, has already earned his money. There's nothing he can do in this next. There's nothing he can do against the Chiefs that's going to stop me from giving him whatever he wants. Absolutely, but he could, he could ink it right hit right here right now. He could ink it. He really could. He could. He could force Miami to be like, all right, dude. Well, yeah, that that well, that contract that we said we weren't going to get here it is. I mean, he could ink it right here right now. In my no, he's going to ask for more now. He's going to ask to be the highest paid defensive tackle in football. Bro, I don't – here's the scary thing. Here's You want to know what's really, really scary? Like, I want to – let me just look something up here real quick. And you by the way – Like, even Aaron Donald, even Aaron Donald, the, the consensus best defensive tackle in all of football, he has not done even remotely what Christian Wilkins has accomplished this year. Not even close. We knew that Christian Wilkins is a baller. Um, I get that. Now I had that right. Ra- Raekwon Davis isn't a guy who's hurt, is he? Because I know so many players are hurt. I can't, I can't keep track. <laughs> yeah, Raekwon's another guy that, uh, assuming he's not hurt, and I had that wrong, is another guy that has a fantastic opportunity in front of him right now. Because I think he's going to see a lot of snaps as they move Christian Wilkins out to the end a, a lot more. In my opinion, I'm not, I'm not the coach. I'm not Fangio. I'm not sitting there coming up with the plan. But... I think the writing's kind of on the wall for what Miami's going to have to do this weekend against Kansas City. Are you still here, sir? Oh yes, I am. Sorry, I, I'm. I think I was the one who was not here. 
I, I wasn't sure because the weather's super nasty. So I didn't know if like I lost you, you lost me. There was that. Yeah, no, three- I currently I currently have the uh, the low Wi-Fi signal on my screen right now. But either way, yeah. I'm glad I'm back here. Um, I have a uh, Aaron Anders is asking a question here, real quick. Uh, what you what are your thoughts of the possible Tua extension? And he wants an objective answer. I don't know what an objective answer means because I feel like if I defend Tua, Maybe it's going to be subjective. Not a homer, not a two is the best quarterback in the NFL history. Ten years, eight hundred billion. That, that's what he means. <laughs> Just give it a give it like a real, you know. Unbiased. I mean, Tua for the second year in a row has been the the league's leading passer. That counts for something. Tua for the the first time since Dan Marino himself has been voted to the Pro Bowl. So no other Dolphins quarterback has managed to accomplish that since Marino retired. So that's something. I, I feel like we, we get so mad at Tua for making the bad mistakes in the worst moments that we just kind of ignore the 90% of the other stuff that he does that other quarterbacks that we've had over the past 20 years have not been able to accomplish. Exactly. Every time he makes a mistake, you wash away all the amazing things that he's done over the last few years. If you want to continue to run this offense the way you run it, there's probably only a hand, very small handful of quarterbacks that can run it the way – it, the way that this offense demands, and two is one of those guys. Some people say Jared Goff. Maybe. I mean, maybe Goff's a pretty good two. Goff's maybe a guy, but, you know, two is a lot younger. And Tua, in my opinion, is more accurate. Tua has better anticipation. He, he You can't just wipe away every amazing thing this guy's done because you're mad. I was kind of mad at the end, too. I'll admit, I was mad at Tua for a bit there. But after I after I calm down, cooler heads prevail. And I'm realizing, man, this guy has been so good. Uh, I, you know, maybe Tua has 95% of what you need, and that 5% that you're missing is those big moments. And, and that's that's the 5%. The Ron, the 5% they're missing is his legs. Yeah, that that pot. Man, I don't know about that, but 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 that's possible. Um, that he just may not have that 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 you know that little. I don't want to say it. Ugh, I hate I hate using that term, but you know what I mean. That's something when the when the going gets tough. But uh, uh, I say you got you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pay him now. Are you gonna pay him what Burrow got and Herbert got and Hertz got? Well, I think we were talking about this before the show. I think yeah, we, we were. were. So all right, so then I get to now I get to say it for the show. Uh, I mean. Man, has anybody sucked it up worse than the Eagles? And that includes Hurts. Hurts hasn't exactly been special. Everybody wants to talk about – I was talking with my Eagles fan, uh, Pierre, today. Well, they can't stop nobody. They can't stop nobody. Well, apparently they can't – they stopped plenty. They stopped themselves because at one point, wasn't it 24-0 to against the Giants in a, in a game that at least you guys thought maybe you needed in the first half because you were playing at the same time as Dallas? <laughs> you know what I mean? So you didn't know for a fact that Dallas was going to win and it, the game wasn't going to matter. It mattered in the first half and you couldn't do anything. Hurts and Hurts has been stinking it up a little bit longer than Tua has this season because I wouldn't even say Tua has been stinking it up. He's just had some bad moments. And Herbert, Herbert, he threw a ton of yards. Yes, good for him. And he had some stats. Tua, uh, Herbert always puts up stats. But, man, do they have – I'm not saying they have buyer's remorse, but – has he earned that contract? No. And Burrow's been out two, two of the last three years or three of the last four years. No, two of the last four years on injury, but he has been a great. So sometimes Can I say something about Joe Burrow, though? Can I Abby, mention something about Joe Burrow? Yeah, I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Can I mention something about Joe Burrow? It's your show. You can say whatever you want about anybody. Well, I don't like, I don't like cutting you off so many times. But well, I, if you want to talk when I'm talking, you're going to have to cut me off because I don't shut the hell up. i'm gonna say this about joe burrow for all the talk about how people talk about how oh yeah joe burrow should be in that uh, that list it should be a list of four people joe burrow's in that list joe burrow has at least three weapons he can go to on a regular basis and nobody's gonna question it jamar chase tyler boyd t higgins easy easy and you have quarterbacks because they have weapons. I will never right. be. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not saying that. But here's the thing, though. Watch you know, this, though. bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't say Marino was because eh, he had weapons. Oh, he had Mark and Duper and Clayton. He had uh, Mark Ingram and uh, Irving Fryer and Keith Jackson and Keith okay, Byers that one year. Ron, Ron, we're making the same point, though. 
I'm making the same point because people are talking about, well, Tua should be able to make it get done with any kind of weapons. And that's not the case, man. Yeah. Like you give, like, let's see how good Joe Burrow does when he has Braxton Berrios, Chase Claypool on whatever, whatever. Lamar Jackson, on. great as he is, is not Lamar as Lamar Jackson good. can run though. Lamar Jackson can run for all by him, all by his lonesome. Joe well, Burrow can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. None of those guys can do that. Like, uh, like Jackson can. That's why he's just so amazing right now. But, uh, man, I'm just – I guess we – should we just get it – kind of get deep into this Kansas City game because we got 15 minutes left? Yeah. I mean, I, there's I mean, there's not really much to say anymore, is there, though? I, like, I want to kind of go back to the weather. Now, I saw something today. I think Alf posted it in OnlyFans that showed an expected temperature. And, and if somebody is listening and they have this wrong – I have this wrong let me you know if you're watching right now like hey ron it's not gonna be that bad i saw that it was gonna be some point in the game negative four with a feels like of 24 negative 24 degrees and like winds at 24 miles per hour it's very like, close to being record lows in- yeah yeah it's, it's like it's gonna be like an all-time cold game anybody that thinks Oh, Miami going to that cold. They're screwed. No, both teams are screwed. Nobody plays in this kind of weather. I understand that Kansas City lives there. They don't. No one plays football in this type of weather very often. This like, is who a, wants to go to the, like you got to be crazy. Who wants to go to the stadium to watch a team play when you are literally like you like if you get a runny nose, it's going to freeze off your nose before it comes out of your nose. That's it's an equalizer. It's an anything can happen situation. Again, I'll state. That's why that Vegas has this spread at minus three, at least last I saw yesterday. Uh, pretty much uh, uh, on a neutral site, a uh, pick 'em game, because it could be a close game. It could be a close game, sixty to zero. It could be a close game, forty-two to thirty-eight. It could be a blowout by Miami. It could be a blowout by Kansas City. This is this game is a complete good luck. Good luck to the gamblers trying to bet this game. Hey. Gamblers like to bet everything. Good luck. You might as well throw a a dart at a dartboard as guessing what this game could be. That's why I personally believe the team that comes out more prepared and the players that come out with a chip on their shoulder who want it more and are out to prove a point for themselves and their team is the team that's going to win. And I believe that team could be the Miami Dolphins. I don't know, of course, but I truly believe that the Dolphins could surprise in this game. Now, if it was normal, like we were going into like five degrees normal weather, I would. I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't pick Miami. I, I just wouldn't. But it is a different situation in the kind of elements that th- these two teams are going to be playing in, and Miami can run the ball better than Kansas City, and that's going to be the most important thing to do in this game is to run this freaking ball. But the threat of Tyreek and Waddle will still be there. It will still be there. And that's going to be what ha- what helps open up that run game. So I, I believe that Waddle is still the most important part, more important than Mostert. But I do believe the run game is what's going to win this for Miami if Miami's going to win it. Yeah, Miami, if there's any shot at Miami winning, they're going to have to focus on running the football. And I'm hoping. I think Kansas City is going to feel that same way, especially given the fact that they don't really have weapons uh, at the receiver position besides Kelly, right? That's been pretty much it. I I think they're going to kind of be thinking the same thing, but they're not as good a running team as we are. Well, they They have Ricky Rice. They're, They're liking what they're seeing out of him. I understand that, but they're not as good a running team as we are. Not every team has some players they like. Kansas City is not as good a running team as we are, period. They're just not. Yeah, Miami can run the ball. They can absolutely run the ball. And Devon Achon and Raheem Mostert, if he's back. And Jeff Wilson. Ron, you know, you remember the other day, like last show, when I was talking about how I wanted Miami to be more physical and we got into the whole debate about whether a team could be more physical or not. Some of Miami's most effective runs were when they went between the tackles with Jeff Wilson and just, did, I love, just, I love just, norm, just normal ass football. Don't, don't, don't get cute. Don't get weird. Just, just do regular stuff, normal stuff. Yeah. And I, it worked. And then so they I, stopped doing that. I say you go back there with, you should have two backs at all times, whether that's two running backs, whether that's a running back and Alec Ingold, I still count that as two backs 
and a tight end or two. And I say we just go there and run the crap out of the ball. And the only wide receivers that see the field mostly are Tyreek and Waddle because they have to they have to respect it. They absolutely have to respect it. And I would love to see 75% of snaps in that in some sort of formation or the other. I understand that the 12 personnel or the what is it uh, or 22 personnel for sure is not something that we probably do very often. Uh, but I was and just Dade like, is saying a six O lineman. He wants that's called Durham Smythe, sir. That is yeah. Durham Smythe. <laughs> CSB a more aggressive running uh, attack and something that our personnel simply dictates. Hey, you see this personnel we got lining up? We keep lining up with. Yeah, this is what you're going to see all day. We're going to run the crap out of the ball, and when the opportunity presents itself. To throw it over the top, because if you keep doing that, it will. You take your shot, man. Weather be damned, you take your shot. You got two, assuming Waddle comes back, of the fastest wide receivers in the league. And that's what I would like to see. I'm not Mike McDaniel. I'm not a professional coach. Uh, I'm not even an amateur coach. And I'm definitely no, no one to create game plans. But me personally, that's the sort of attitude and thought process I'm hoping to see in this Kansas City game, given the weather. Yep. I'm personally hoping that they decide to, yes, I'm going to say the words again, get physical, just run the ball. Just don't do anything funky, no weird double reverses to get the ball into Jalen Waddle or Tyreek's hands behind the backfield. They're going to sniff that out. Just go forward, push forward, go forth, and, and score I, I touchdowns. Agree. You know what? I'm going to agree with you there, uh, Lewis, that, you know, two, three, four yards in this game could be much more valuable than in other games. If you can push forward for two, three, four yards, you do that. You, you just do it. And, and Tua, take the outlet, brother. We love you. Please throw the ball to the open guy short. If any game you were going to do it, please do it <laughs> in this game. You think he's it, been taking lessons from Ryan Fitzpatrick? Like he's been just called, he's been like Fitzpatrick been calling him up and say, Hey man, you just got to let it fly, man. He's got to let it fly. I don't <laughs> mind that Tua lets it fly because he's extremely accurate. And most times good things are going to happen when he does, but this ain't the game for just letting it fly unless the opportunity really presents itself, but not forcing it, man. Just like, let's be, yeah, let's be aggressive with the run game and and let's line up like a little bit of old school football in this game. I, I don't know that McDaniel will do that. They'll they'll probably go out there and just try and run their regular uh, regular offense. But you know, we'll see. If it were me, let's get physical. That's all I'm gonna say, man. <laughs> all right, Olivia Newton John. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, though. Just run the dog on ball. Don't go. Don't go sideways all the way around here and then come back around to come back to go the other way. I I wonder. Forward. Move. I wonder what the, um, what the, the surface is going to be. It's not turf, right? It's, is it grass in Kansas city or is it? I do not know. Arrowhead stadium grass. What is grass? Yeah. So, um, Assuming it's grass, I, I, it's going to be probably pretty much frozen, maybe, I would think. They're putting in new grass at Arrowhead Stadium, okay. I don't know what kind of footing that's going to be, but a lot of that... They have Bermuda grass. Yeah, okay. So it's grass. So <laughs> I don't know what the footing is going to be like. I, I personally, as somebody who has lived in Florida my entire life and never even really seen snow... Uh, besides a little bit of frozen snow kind of stuck to the, you know, on the ground up in the mountains somewhere, not in Florida. Um, I couldn't tell you what it's like to try and run on ground that's been sitting there at, you know, at zero degrees or eight degrees for however many days and, and whatnot. I have no clue. So I don't know what that footing is even going to be like. I don't know if it's just going to be frozen and you're going to run on it like with sneakers or if you're going to need one and a half inch cleats. I have zero clue on that. So that should be interesting as well. The equipment guys will be important in this game, I would imagine, to make sure they're um, adjusting to the, the conditions of the field because I wouldn't imagine it would be regular. Maybe I'm blowing all this out of proportion and it comes out and it looks kind of like a normal game, but just really freaking cold. But I'm thinking that's not how it's going to play out. I mean, I hope that it, honestly, if Miami's going to have a shot, maybe they need some adverse weather conditions for to mess with Kansas City. That's that's the whole point I've been making for 45 minutes. I, I thought <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. If this is normal weather, I would not be picking Miami. 
But you are picking Miami. Well, we if, with the proviso of the uh, of we the weather and Jalen Waddle. Asked, uh, we haven't. Uh, you haven't said it's time to pick yet. We are pretty much there. We got like six. Minutes I mean, I'm I, I I'm I'm skipping the regular format, sir. I, I I'm did last I'm, time too because you're depressed about the loss. I'm I am a little depressed about the loss. I'll admit, and also I'm just really hungry because I haven't had I haven't eaten since lunch, and it wasn't a very sizable lunch. So, all right, fair enough. My and listen, Holly made salmon. I'm very happy. I, that? I, I'm looking forward to that. If I lived closer, I'd come have some salmon with you. <laughs> <laughs> I would just invite myself in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll say this. I'm picking Kansas City because I figure home field advantage, Patrick Mahomes. I, I'm picking Kansas City. Patrick Ron, field advantage? Yeah. I, I'm Well, uh, the Taylor Swift advantage, apparently. Holmes and Ma'ato? Um Okay. What's the and- score? you got there Lewis uh I don't know I'm gonna say something along the lines of 28 to 20 I think that uh they get up they get up uh they get up at least eight points on us I I just don't know I don't trust McDaniel to do what I think we should we he needs to do I need them to get physical I need them to run the ball I need them to I want them to play like they're trying to enforce the rules on Kansas City and I don't think they will I think they're gonna try to keep going around everybody and that's in this game the heck the entire season they've had the capability of doing it they just don't want to and i feel like that's the one thing that would absolutely throw the kansas city chiefs defense completely for a loop it's like wait a minute why aren't they running horizontal they're running they're running the ball vertically between the tackles what the heck is going on just just do something different everybody already knows you want to get the ball to tyreek hill just don't force it there's nothing. There's nothing left to play for, right? He already missed out on his two thousand yards. There's no more records that are going to be broken at this point. It's it's done. So just do something else. Don't force it to Tyreek every single play. And part of that is just Tua not trusting anybody but Tyreek. And I understand why, but at some point you're going to have to go somewhere else just to make it work. All so right. we will. So that's my that's my score. I don't think, and it all is based on the fact that I don't think McDaniel is going to do what I feel like he needs to do. Well, as uh, all day I've been thinking I was going to take Kansas City, but over the past few hours, <laughs> I've had a change of heart. I'm going to take Miami. I'm going to take Miami in a in a, in a, a like a low scoring kind of ugly game, nineteen to eighteen. So I, I think it's going to be an ugly, low-scoring, weird sort of game. And uh, I think Miami is, is going to pull it out. I think they just are. And uh, I don't know what the next game would bring, who we play, what that would look like, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I guess we would probably play – what are we, the sixth seed? Uh, yeah, that's where we are. So we're the sixth seed. Um and uh, that means we would have knocked out the third seed, right? So I guess that means we'd have to go to Baltimore again. So we won't talk about that. If I have that right, I might have that wrong. But I feel like that means we would put us in Baltimore, but I'm not worried about that. Uh, yeah, that's what it basically is. And Jack Daniels uh, talking about, uh, you think Kansas City is going to say they're coming straight at us, let's hang it up? No, that's not what I said. I said <laughs> that I feel like if they do something that nobody's expecting, it's going to force the Chiefs to rethink their defensive plan. And maybe that'll open up some of the stuff that we're yeah. trying more traditionally to do. And then maybe do some of that stuff that you normally do in the first half in the second half that as, uh, as a change-up. Because clearly whatever adjustments we're making in the second half or n- non-adjustments. Or the non-adjustments, yeah. It's like just do more of the same. <laughs> so, so time to switch it up. But, uh, yeah, I'm just going to I'm gonna take Miami. I'm going to take Miami. And I, and I, I, I believe that two is going to have some moments in this game that bring everybody back into the fold, meaning the fans. Uh, I believe he'll have some moments. I don't think he's going to have like some big game, 350 yards, four touchdowns, obviously, considering the score I picked. But I believe he'll have some clutch moments in this game that you're going to be like, all right, now we're working something. Now we're working with something here. Uh, I do believe that. And I believe that McDaniel will call a good game, a better game uh, than he has been the last few weeks. You have more faith in him than I do, sir. All right. That's going to be it for this show. Everybody, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure that you haven't already done so. Make sure you go to Factor, and you can do that by going to factor.com 
excuse me, factormeals.com slash three yards per carry 50. You have to use the numbers when you hear the numbers. So three yards per carry five zero as a promo code and you'll get 50 percent off your first order make sure you go check out black coral rum a rum that is distinctly south florida all you have to do to get on that is go to steeltypespirits.com and of course our good friends over at prizepicks.com use the promo code five that's f-i-v-e and they will match up to 100 dollars on your initial deposit and if you are watching this live on youtube with us then you can go and check out on the links in the description below my nintendo store they are affiliate sponsored with us so you can check out these awesome games and get some awesome bonus items when you make your purchase so again my nintendo store your best and easiest way to the world of nintendo that's going to be for this show we will see you all next week don't leave yet i know you're hungry for that salmon about the prize picks uh if you want to make some money just keep hammering the tyler hero over every single time loving how that Loving and, okay. and and I'll tell you what I said. I told a friend of mine. It's like he he wasn't convinced about the Josh Allen props. I told him, listen, man, the pass plus rush yards for Josh Allen against Miami always, always the over. Even in games they lose, which is not, does not happen very often, he always goes over his numbers against Miami. Always like clockwork. So, just wanted to mention that. All right. We're going to see you all next week. We're either what will either be the next game of the playoffs or the end of the season show. So. Let's hope that it's the former. Good night, everybody. Bids up. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.